Meantime, back home, concerns over the government's move to take full ownership of Kiwi Bank. KiwiSaver providers are a bit worried it could be a zombie bank. Government spending a bit over $2 billion, as we told you yesterday, to take control off ACC, New Zealand Post and New Zealand Superfund, who um, in one way or another all wanted out. Simplicity boss Sam Stubbs is back with us. Sam, morning. Good morning. So we're sort of between a rock and a hard place, aren't we? Sort of the ideology of what the government and arguably lots of New Zealanders want and what somebody like, say, Superfund wants and a bit of offshore expertise and money to expand it and grow it. Yes, exactly. I mean, the, 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 this is the problem with Kiwi Bank. Since they were founded 22 years ago, they've always been starved of capital. And I think, you know, the real hope was the NZ Superfund and ACC would provide that money. The problem is, is that they wanted the government to agree to allow outside shareholders in. You know, KiwiSaver managers were lining up and saying, yeah, yeah we're, you know, we'd like to get involved. But the government had decided ideologically that they're, they're simply not going to sell anything to anybody even to New Zealanders, you know, I mean, he, he, here's, the, here's the irony, Mike, you know, of, of every new dollar that, that KiwiSavers are saving, about 70 cents of it gets invested offshore. Mm. Why is that? Because there just aren't things to invest in domestically here. This would have been a really, really good opportunity to recapitalise Kiwi Bank, make it the bank it should be. Uh, but uh, if, if it stays 100% on the government books, I think it's very, very likely to be wandering around as an undercapitalised zombie bank for a while. And so this is an ideological mistake on the government's part? Well, look, they've got in, you know, Contact Energy, Genesis, Meridian, a really, really good operating model here, right? They keep majority control. They sell a minority. It allows those companies yeah. to raise the money that they need on the capital markets. KiwiSavers have benefited mightily from this. It's, it's a really good working model. I think the problem is, is that, of course, those companies were listed under a national government. Labor government doesn't want to do that. I guess the only silver, uh, silver lining on this one, Mike, is that now that the government does 100% own it, you know, future governments could, if they wanted to, sell a minority stake. I think KiwiSaver managers would be lying up to buy it. They would also argue that if they needed money to expand, it could be the government who gives them the money to expand, couldn't they? Oh, look, oh, look I think that's very, very unlikely. No, no politician in the last 22 years has written out a big cheque to, to, to KiwiBank. And, and why would you? Because you no. say, look, I could put, I, I could put those billions of dollars in there or I could, you know, I could build hospitals and, and do schools and roads and all those other things. Those, those other things are much more likely to win votes than saying, hey, listen, we're taking your taxpayer's dollar and, and putting it in here. I mean, here, here's the irony. I mean, the, 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 this, this whole transaction is just one government entity selling to another government entity. Exactly. I mean, it's a, no, no, I mean, uh, the reason I ask, I agree with you. I, the reason I ask the question, I'm trying to think of Grant Robertson's thinking. So, I mean, it, as a, it, you've got two-part problem here, haven't you? So, as the bank sits right now, is it an okay business? Not really. It makes about one-third of the profits of the Aussie banks on a, uh, on every, every dollar invested. It's got about 5% market share, and it's never been able to grow out of that 5% market share, which means mm. it doesn't really create a properly competitive environment for the Aussie banks, which is why the Aussie banks can make you know $13 million a day after tax and make about 20% more out of an average Kiwi than they do out of an average Aussie. And so they are they are milking. In fact, you know, the great milkers here are not Fonterra in this country. It's the banks, <laughs> the, the big banks, right? So, but, but that's uh, the other problem. This whole thing was predicated on the idea we were all desperate for this New Zealand entity that we could all patriotically get behind and put our money into. It's simply not true, is it? Well, we wanted to. The problem is, is, that, is that how they structured it is they made us go to post shops to do our banking, right? And, and Kiwi Bank has struggled to provide proper customer service since then. They also haven't got into business banking. There's a whole bunch of things that they haven't done because they lacked money. If you starve a bank of capital, it simply cannot compete. Customers will not go there. Yeah. That's been the big problem. We've had the illusion of competition. 
in this country for so long with Kiwi Bank. We haven't had the reality of it. What about Air New Zealand? Should we worry about that? Because that's what we've seen this government do with businesses they're involved in. They're sticky beaks, essentially, aren't they? When you, when you, you know, uh, uh, own lots of an asset and it becomes a critical national asset like Air New Zealand, the government's just got to write out that checkbook every single time we get into a cycle, right, where it goes effectively bankrupt. That happened exactly the same here. Kiwi Bank is very, very, very unlikely to go bankrupt. It's a, it's a more stable business model than that. But the problem is it's simply not doing what it was supposed to do, which is to provide us with a local national champion. And it's very frustrating for Kiwi server managers because we know how good that business could be if only it had the capital that it needed. It's actually a pretty well-run bank. They've got some really, really good staff there. But when you starve them of money, they just can't compete. Sam, appreciate time very much. Sam Stubbs out of Simplicity the morning, uh, this morning. I t- if you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.